All right, evening, everybody. Excellent. Thank you, everybody, for coming. We have sponsors tonight. And so um, <coughs> Torah is sponsored this month by uh, Joni and Moshe Pollock, Lili Nishmas Shimon ben Moshe, Lili Nishmas Tzvi ben Mordechai, Lili Nishmas Shira Ruchama, Basarav Alter Nasan Nata, Tinishmas and Tzvi Rutzerachayim. And uh, also, uh, Torah this month sponsored anonymously, saying thank you, Hashem, and in prayer for a Zivog, for Daniela Hanabas, Sarah Libby, and everyone else looking for a Zivog, as well as for safety for our soldiers and our hostages. And then Torah this week is sponsored by Shlomit Koffler Weinreb, in memory of her brother David Koffler, Allah Vashalom, Okay, so um, we are up to Tehillim Kuf Yud Zayin. We are making our way through the Tehillim that are part of our Hallel. And you will notice that Tehillim Kuf Yud Zayin is the shortest parak of Tehillim that we have learned so far together. Tehillim Kuf Yud Zayin is two psukim. So um, I would like to think that it won't take us as long, but we'll see. You never know. So let's read the Tehillim together. Everybody ready? Tehillim Kuf Yud Zayin. Why are you looking at me like that? You never know. Right? We'll see. Tilm Kuf Yudzayin goes like this. Hallelujah, Adonai kol goyim shabchuhu kol haumim ki gavar aleinu chasto v'yemes Adonai liolam. Hallelujah. So uh, let's, uh, let's roughly translate. Right? Uh, sing praise to God, all of the nations. Praise Him, um, all of the, uh, all of the, the nations. Um, ki gavar aleinu chasto because uh, His kindness has uh, been overpowering towards us. Hallelujah. And God's truth is forever. Uh, praise, praise God. Yeah. So pretty much, if we had to summarize, like we do after we read it every week, and the, the I think the the Tilim says that everybody should praise God. Yeah. So far, so good. Everyone agrees. Everyone will praise God. Good, amazing, good. Now there is a wonderful midrash. Um, before we actually like go into the words of the of the two psukim, but look at this midrash. It's very, very fascinating. The midrash says, "Haluas Hashem Kogayim." Listen to this. When Nimrod uh, threw Avraham into the Kivshan Ha'esh, Avraham Avinu, into the, the, the furnace, Gavriel, the angel in heaven, came to God and wanted to save Avraham from the fire. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God said to Gavriel, listen, Ani yachid ba'olami, v'hu yachid ba'olamo, no'el yachid l'hatzel yachid. I am one, God saying, I'm one, I'm, I'm the only, there's nothing like me, and there's, in, in you know, every, anywhere, the, the world, or whatever, you know, beyond everything, and there's no one like Avraham in the world. So I'm going to go save Avraham by myself. You know, the one who is one is going to save the person who is individual and standing out in this world. Afal pikein, but even though I'm going to go save Avraham by myself, I recognize that you were deserving of reward, you know, Gavriel, because you came and you wanted to save Avraham. I'm not going to let that pass. There's going to be a time where there's going to be other tzaddikim, three specifically, who are also going to be thrown into a fiery furnace in order to sanctify God's name. And I'm going to let you be the one who gets to go and save them. Eventually, thousands of years later, when Hanani Mishal and Azariah are thrown to the Kivshan Ha'esh in Golos Bavel, Omad Yorkami, Sar HaBarad Lifnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the angel of Barad, the angel of hail, not the angel of uh, slushy drinks, the angel of, uh, of hail, 
Although, maybe both, could be. It's in his purview. York of me, the Sarah Barad. No? Okay, not a good job. All right, whatever. Not a good one. I think I appreciate that, right? So York of me, the Sarah Barad, the, 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 the angel of hail, comes to God. Bamar Lefanim, and he says to God, Rebona Shalom, I need Sarah Barad. He says, I am the officer, the angel of hail. These tzaddikim are being thrown into fire. Let me go down and I will use the hail that I am in charge of, that I am the administer of, the administrator of. Let me go down and I will put out the fire in the, in the kibshon and save Hanani Mishal Vazariah. Amar lo Gavriel. Gavriel came to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he said, I am uh, the administrator of fire. Um, let me go down and I'll keep the fire hot around them but cool on the inside where they are and it'll be a grander and greater miracle a miracle within a miracle if you send barad if you send hail if you send water right in essence to put out fire it's, it's you know it's a miracle that they get saved like that but you know if you, if you send me and I you know just Keep the fire, you know, around them. That's even a greater miracle. So God said to Gavriel, okay, you get the job. You go down. So God, so Gavriel came down and he saved Hanani Mishal Azaria. And now look what the Midrash says. When he got saved from the fire, Hananya said, all of the nations should praise God. They were recognizing of the miracle that happened to them. They said, everybody should praise God. Mishoel said, that all of the nations should praise God. Azaria said, because God's kindness was so strong towards us. See what's going on right here? And Gavriel Amar, what did Gavriel mean when he said that God's truth is everlasting? You made me a promise, Gavriel says, when Avraham Avinu was alive. And you paid back that promise? And Hananiah Mishov Azariah, you know how long that was? From Avraham Avinu to Hananiah Mishov Azariah. And that is what Gavriel meant when he said that God's truth is everlasting. It's everlasting. Sometimes we don't see it right now. I don't see it today. I don't see it tomorrow. So, you know, sometimes we think it's not coming. It's everlasting. Le'olam. God's truth is le'olam. It could be a very, very long time. And Gavriel was able to look back. The angel Gavriel was able to look back at the promise that God gave him in the days of Avraham Avinu and was able to say, What's amazing is that we can, we can start to do the same thing. Maybe, I hope, no? To start to look back to the promise that God gave in Avraham Avinu, and we could start to say that Mes Hashem Le'olam. Who would have thunk it? You know, who only us, nobody else, only the Jews, that we would have come back and had Eretz Yisrael, Jewish sovereignty in this land. It's funny. I, it's not funny, but I like the you know uh, Rashi in the very beginning of the Chumash. Right, the Torah says that God created the world, and Rashi asks over there, right, you know, uh, why is it the Torah starts with Barashas? Right, uh, the Torah should have started, you know, this past week's parsha, parsha's bow. Right, that's where the mitzvot start. So, so why did the Torah give us the whole beginning? So Rashi says the Torah wanted us to know that God created the world because one day, so Rashi, right, <laughs> in the late ten hundreds, you know, one day. The Jews will have Eretz Yisrael and people will say, you stole our land. That was really our land and you stole it. 
and uh, and God wanted us to be able to hold the Torah tight and to say, no, 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 no. God made the world. God made the land. And God gave this land to us. Now, when Rashi wrote that in the, in the late 10 hundreds, who, who, who would have thought that the Jews would come back to Eretz Yisrael, that the Jews would be sovereign, that people would say, you stole our land. Who would have thunk such a thing? Well, Rashi wrote that in the, in the late 10 hundreds. And here we are. Here we are. Mamash living it out. And we can say like the angel Gavriel, V'yemes Hashem Olam, that God's truth, the promise that God made to Avram Avinu, not the promise that God made to us in the days of Avram Avinu, like Gavriel is saying, but the promise that God made to, to Avram Avinu. And here we are, sitting here right now. It's entirely amazing. Entirely amazing. But this Midrash, fascinating in of itself, the Midrash tells us that the origin of this tefillah is from Hanania, Mishael, Azariah, and the angel Gavriel. That when they were saved from the Kibshan Aish by Gavriel, Gavriel was the angel who saved them, Hanania, Mishal, and Azariah each said their own phrase. They said, Hallelujah, Sadnai Kogayim, Hanania, Shabuchu, Kolo Amim, Azariah, Amishal, Sari, Kigavar, Aleinu, Chasto, Azariah, VMS, Adonai, Olam was the angel Gavriel. Hallelujah. That one was not, I don't know if it was part of their original tefillah. Maybe Davin Amelech added it. Maybe they all said it together. I don't know, right? That we should all praise, we should all praise God. If this is the origin of the tefillah, then this tefillah is about recognizing miracles, seeing the, the hand of God in our, uh, in our world, and then calling on others to sing praise of God along with us. That's why Hananiah doesn't just say, I will sing praise of God. He says, It's why uh, Michel doesn't just say, I'll sing praise of God. He says, right? It's why Azariah didn't say, well, well Azariah said, He did. He said, right, he was piggybacking off of Hananiah uh, Mishal. He says, they're saying everybody should sing praise. Why should everybody sing praise? Because look at the kindness that God did to us. Look at all of this kindness that God did to us. And then the angel Gabriel says, it's not only that God is doing for us kindness, but also the truth of God is enduring, is everlasting. God can do for us kindness and God will do for us truth. Everyone will get what it is that, uh, that, uh, that, they, uh, that they deserve. The truth of God is, uh, is enduring and is, uh, and is everlasting. It's a very, very lovely midrash. Yeah. Now, we commented... Is there a concept that when it's good for the Jews, it's good for the other nations? Because yes. Okay, we'll get so there. That's sort of like yes. So hundred percent correct. hundred percent correct. And we'll get it on the other side. I'll show it to you right now. Why not? Why not? Give me what's no no, we don't have to wait. Why would we wait? Um here, right here. Okay. Go flip the page over for a second and you see start from the bottom of the page. You see I have Yosef Tehilos, and then on top of that Al Sheikh, and then right on top of that, not don't go to the Gemara, just the two lines that are right on top of it before the before it gets indented. So this is from Yosef Tehilos, means it's from the is from the Chida. And the Chida right here writes, the Lafi Pshuto, maybe a simple understanding. We'll see the non-simple understanding in a little bit, but but Pshuto, the simple understanding, the Israel Kasher Yushpa Shefarav Heim Kimot Sinor, that God gives His Shefa, His blessing, His overflow to the Jewish people, and we act as a Tsinor, a um, um, a pipe, right? Viyushpa Misham Shefa Lisharei Uma Va'am. Sorry, and from us, from the blessing that God sends down to us. We spread, we are like the pipe that connects God's blessing down to the rest of the world. We spread the blessing everywhere else. Now 
That's why we say everybody should sing praise of God. Why? Because God is doing such kindness for us. Because when we are filled with God's blessing and overflowing with his kindness, from there it will flow, the overflow to the rest of the, the rest of the nations, right? So that Chida is exactly what you were um, exactly what you were what you were suggesting. Right? Because otherwise we could ask, right? We, we, we could look at the Pasuk and we could say, wait a second. Pasuk Aleph says that who should sing praise of God? All of the nations of the world. Why? What does Pasuk Bet say? Key, key. Because God did kindness for us. Well, why if God does kindness for us, should all the nations of the world sing the praise of God? So that's the question that Hida is trying to answer, and that's the answer that he gives, exactly like you said. It's because when God sends blessing to us, it overflows and it spreads to the, to the rest of the world um, as well. In general, by the way, it's not only us. We learned this from the Malbim a few weeks ago, that... When God says blessing to the world, it overflows and it spreads. When God says blessing to some people, it spreads and it's, that's what we learned it when, um, um, uh, where is it? Um, by Yosef Hashem Aleichem. Aleichem, yeah. Yosef. Yosef Hashem Aleichem. Aleichem v'yal b'neichem. The Malbim explained that uh, the way that God um, does, uh, it's haktanim imagidolim, is what it says right before that. Right? That when God sends bracha, so haktanim imagidolim. The ketanim get bracha with the gidolim. God sends bracha to the gidolim and it overflows and it spreads down so the ketanim get bracha also. And then God adds bracha to the gidolim because they should get more, right? And then it overflows and it spreads down. And so that uh, that construct of how God sends bracha is not only with the Jews and the nations of the world, it's also within the Jewish people and it's also um, um, a broader system that God uses to send bracha down to the down to the world. Now, we, we noted um, in jest that uh, this parak of Telem only has two psukim, but the Rishonim thought that it was actually significant that these... Um, that these that this parak of Tehillim only has uh, only has two psukim. Let's learn the chida first because it's my less preferred. Is that fair? I should have put it first. I'm sorry. I put the radak first, but uh, but you see where it says Yosef Tehillos Tehillim Parak Kufiyot Zayin. Everyone, everyone sees that on the front side of the page. Um, I almost didn't put this on the page. I really I thought about not putting it on the page, but then I was like, no. Let's be intellectually honest. I'll we'll learn it together. Show everybody what it says. And then I'll give you a different approach, okay? So here's what the Chida writes. The Efsha Sheramas, Sherimeis, the Hagoyim, Einlehem Rishus, the Shabayah Harbeg. You know why this parak of Tehillim is only two, two psukim? Because the non-Jews, they, they, can't, they, they can't sing so much praise of God. Why? Mishnei Ta'amim, for two reasons. Echad She'enam Kedayim. One is because, I'm going to say this terribly, half on purpose, half not. They're not worthy. They can't, they're not worthy to sing praise of God so much. Vahasheni in the second, she'enam yodim kedas malasos. The second is they don't know how. Vizeremes shnei psukim. And that's why this paragraph of Tehillim is only two psukim long. Sheyafsiku l'shvach mishum she'enam kedayim. Because they can't say so much praise because they're not worthy, so they stop. Vagam she'enam yodim. And they also don't know how. So they stop singing praise of God very soon, very quickly, and it's only two psukim long. I don't really love this interpretation of the Chida. I almost just left it off the page because I almost left it off. But there you have it. If that works for you, then amazing. It doesn't work so great for me. Okay? Yeah, well, yeah. You know, part of my problem is that I, I, you know, still in my mentality am very 21st century American. And so this kind of idea just like grates against my my 21st century American sensibilities. Yeah? That makes sense? I'm not the only one. Am I, I'm not the only one? 
Okay, fine. Okay, fine. You could love the chida. It's okay. You could love the chida. Here's a different interpretation that I I appreciated much more. That's the interpretation of the Radak, which is on top of it. The Radak says, Zem is more mishnei psukim levad. This paragraph of Tehillim is only two psukim. Why? Because when is it that the nations of the world are all going to sing the praise of God? That's only in the Yimosa Mashiach. Now, it's interesting. I wonder what the Radak thought about this Midrash that we just learned. I presume that he knew it. Yeah, but uh, the Radak is obviously working in different understanding. The Radak is saying that this Perak of Tehillim is going to be sung in the future, in the days of the Mashiach, right, when all of the nations of the world are going to sing the praise of God. And why did Davana Melech make this Perak of Tehillim only two psukim? Because in the days of the Mashiach, there's going to be all the people in the world are going to be divided into two camps. Camp number one, Levad Yisrael Sam Camp number one is going to be the Jews, people who are practicing and keeping Torah. And all of the other people of the world are going to be in a second camp keeping the Sheva Mitzvos. There's going to be two camps of people. The people keeping the 613 commands and the people keeping the seven commands. Vikulam and Olamlem, Yahalaluka, will all sing praise of God. Because everybody will recognize God then. Like Tzapanya writes, that everybody is going to join together and sing praise of God. So why is this Perak of Tehillim only two psukim according to the Radak? The two psukim are to symbolize the two groups of people that are going to exist. There's going to be people who are keeping a 613 mitzvot and there's going to be people who are keeping the Sheva Mitzvot B'nai Noach. But everybody in both of those two camps are going to be singing the praise of God. And David HaMelech is trying to allude to those two camps, to the dual covenant that God has with humanity, the covenant of Taryag Mitzvos and the covenant of Sheva Mitzvos in this set of psukim, in this tefillah that everybody's going to sing, two different camps all together singing praise, singing praise of God. I like the Radak. I don't know. Speak, I don't like it much better. Yeah, I don't know about you. Okay, fine. I appreciate the interpretation of the Radak uh, a little bit more. But this construct that the Radak has that Lo'asa everybody's going to sing praise of God. In fact, this Pasuk in Safania that Radak quotes, that everybody's going to come together and serve God is actually built into our everyday tefillos, constantly. That's what Rashi um, thought was the meaning, of, well, from Chazal, but that's what Rashi quotes is the meaning of the Shema. We say, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. And if you look at Rashi on that Pasuk, Rashi writes, Hashem Shehu Elokeinu Ata, that's a typo there, sorry. Hashem, who is now our God, Velo almost, but he's not the God of the whole world right now. I mean, he is, but the whole world doesn't recognize him as such. So God, who right now is only recognized as our God, who asid liyos Hashem echad. He is going to be Hashem echad. He is going to be recognized as the one God of the whole world. Shene'emar, where, where do we see that this is true? The same Pasuk in Sefania. Ki az Hashem. Right? Because uh, God is going to call the nation. They're all going to call out the name of Hashem. On that day, God will be one. His name will be one. The whole world will recognize God as the one uh, true sovereign of the, of the, of the world. And so, so this tefillah that we, that we are learning, according to the Radak, is, is really representative of the fulfillment of the tefillah that we say all the time, every day. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Elohim, Adonai our tefillah that God will be one and recognized as one by the whole world the fulfillment the end result when that will become true we will sing this parakel to him according to the Radak Tilim Kuf Yud Zayin everybody will sing the praise of God Alu Aslamik Kol Goyim Shabbat Kuhu Kol Amim Ki Gavar
Aleinu Chastov, Olam, Hallelujah. Now, let's go into the, the, the actual words of the, of the Tehillim. Yep. You'll notice in Pasuk Aleph, just if you look at Pasuk Aleph, Hallelujah, So, because we've been learning Tehillim for long enough already, we, we know the questions that we're going to ask, right? We understand. Yeah? How many groups of people are there in this Pasuk? Two groups of people. Why are there two groups of people? And they do different verbs, right? There's goyim and there's umim. And they have different verbs. What do the goyim do? They say halel. And what do the umim do? The shevach. So what is the difference between halel and shevach? Who are the goyim? Who are the amim? Everybody understands the questions that we're asking. Yeah? We've done this enough times. So if you look in the Radak, amazing, the Radak says, What does the Radak say? Stop it. That's what he says. Leave me alone. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. This is poetry. He says the same thing twice. Everybody's going to sing the praise of God. He says the same thing twice. Right? Obviously, that's not how Malbim learns, right? As you obviously, as, as we know, right? Malbim loves this kind of stuff. This is what Malbim thrives on. Words that seem to be different, right? But uh, what seem to be the same, sorry. And he explains how they're different. So if you look in Malbim over here, this is from Malbim Perik, Tehillim Perik Beis. It's not from our Perik and Tehillim. It's the first time in Tehillim that you find this uh, dichotomy, this Goyim and Leumim used together. So Goyim and Leumim, Malbim explains, Shem la'om tamid ala uma mitzad hadat. If you're talking about a group of people that share religious beliefs, you can call them a loom. A loom. The shame goy mitzayin mitzara kibbutz. But goy is just a group of people that happen to live together. Does this make sense? A goy is a group of people that happen to live together, either geographically or, you know, uh, whatever have you. They happen to live together. Um, a loom is a group of people that, sh- that are united by religious belief. Now let's go back to our tale and see the Malbim. Hallelujah, Hashem kol goyim shabchu kol umim. Haleumim heim haumos sheyesh lahem das miyuchad. The loom are people who share religious belief. Upal shevech muvzal mareyab emashem moreshem ashpiach matakneu beyeser seis. And shevach to say shevach is a higher form of praise. We'll see in a second how he gets that. But Shevach is a higher form of praise. We'll do that in one second. So the Goyim are not people who are linked together by religious beliefs. They're just people who happen to be living together. So the simpler sets of nations, Yahalilu, they will say Halel. But the people who are religiously inclined already, Shehem Hallelujah Hashem Gamarata, that they were saying praise of God already. Why were they saying praise of God already? Because they were already religiously inclined and religiously connected. That's what makes them a laum as opposed to just a goy. Now they're going to say even greater praise of God. Because they'll see an elevation in the presence of God from what they had before. So the Malmah understands like this, and then I'll show you one more thing. It's very interesting. Which means all of the nations of the world, the simpletons, you know, even the people who didn't recognize God before at all, they will come to praise God. And all of the people who already previously recognized Recognize God. They had seen God's hand previously and they had already said Hallel of God. Now they will up their Hallel, increase their Hallel, and they'll be able to say Shevach. 
which is a grander state of, of Hala. Now, I know if you caught it there, the Malbim says that if you want to understand also the difference, this added um, understanding of Shevach, this added praise of Shevach, look into Hilim Kuf Memhei. So Tilim Kuf Memhei, we're familiar with. Tilim Kuf Memhei is Tehillah David. We know it as Ashrei. We know it as Ashrei. And if you look in the Malbim, in, in Dor Lidor Yishabach Ma'asecha, you see there, Shevach, you see it's there, that from generation to generation, Yishabach Ma'asecha, we will see the praise of God's actions. But this praise, Yishabach, is the higher form of praise. And if you look at the way the Malbim explains it, it's, it's very, very lovely. And this will add to our Ashrei as well as to our Halal. So this is two for tonight. We get that we get a double. Yeah? It's very, very difficult for us to sing praise of God because we don't understand God so what do we do we can sing praise of God's actions of what God does of God's hand in his involvement in our world because that's the best way for us to recognize God this is what we're working on right now there is a difference between Shevach and Tehillah, why? Shegeder ha-shevach shehadavar mashbiach yoter mimashahaya mikodem. You see what he just did? Yeah? The concept of shevach is that I can explain how this is better from what I had before. Ritzon Olomar, shekol sheyosifu dor vador le'ayin b'masei Hashem u'v'sisri ha-teva. So what does it mean, dor le'dor yishabach ma'asecha? It means as the generations go on, we continue to look into God's actions. And as we continue to look into God's actions, yakiru b'amchachmos u'plios shahayu ne'elamim me'arishonim. We see wisdom and greatness of God's creation that the earlier generations didn't know. They didn't understand. And so we can say greater praise of God than they could have. Why can we see greater praise of God than they could have? Because we understand God's creation more. You know what this is like? Um, I once heard, I don't remember where I heard this, I apologize. But I once heard, you ever, um, you ever deal with, uh, you, ever, you, ever, you ever take a picture? And then, you know, uh, zoom in on the picture. Yeah, you've done it before. Everybody's done it. You zoom in. Yeah, it's good. You get to see it better, you know, like whatever. But you ever notice that as you zoom in, it gets blurrier? Yeah, it pixelates. Everyone knows what I mean? Yeah. The more you zoom in, the blurrier the picture the picture gets. Yes? Yes. Amazing. And think about this for a second. When it comes to God's creation, the opposite is true. We have been able through science to be able to zoom in on God's creation more than generations prior ever could have. And yet, the more we zoom in, it doesn't get blurrier, it gets clearer. What do I mean when I say it gets clearer? We get to see more fine and fine detail. The more we zoom in on creation, the more we see that there's more detail, and there's more detail, and there's more detail. We didn't know that this was how things worked before. Now we understand, right, that there are things that link together like this, and we didn't, everybody, everybody understands what I'm, what I'm saying. That's what the Malbim is saying. That's what David Melech meant when he said, Dor Lidor Yishabach Ma'asecha. It means as the generations go on, each generation can add to their praise of God's creation because they understand more and more they can build on the praise of the previous generation so that's only that's shevach shevach is when I can up the ante when I had a baseline 
That's Hallel. Hallel is the baseline. And then when I can go more, I can say, wait, it's better than I thought it was. Now I'm transitioning to Shevach. Is that is, is everybody with me? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Question. Of course you can. Why do we call hell halal then? Like if halal's nah. a less a lesser. It's form. a lower form. It's a lo- it's a lower form. I don't know. It's a great question. Mm. I know. Good question. I don't know. You know there is something. You know what? Let me show you something else. Um, go all the way to the end. Turn the page over and go all the way to the end. The very last line. Yeah, this is from the Chida, but he's quoting from Chazal. That if you look into Hillim, there are ten different uh, forms of praise that David Melech says. Hallelujah, and the greatest of all of them is to praise God like this. Why? Because it creates one word of praising God. Shame and shevach to praise God in one word. Right, that's a beautiful kind of construct. Right, so it's not halal, it's not exactly the same thing, but maybe, 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 I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm trying, yeah? No, it's but, pre- I think this is pretty. It's nice, okay, yeah. fine. But now we understand a little bit more about our ashray also, right? When we say, what we're saying is that each generation can add on to its praise of God, which is amazing. We might have thought the opposite would be true, that as each generation learns more, we can write God out. We can see, no, it's not, but it's not what's happening. What's happening is that as we learn more, we see more detail and, and more sophistication to God's world and to God's creation. It's entirely amazing. And so we can add Shevach, door le door, Yishabach Ma'asecha. Each generation can add. And that's why in our Pasuk, the Umim, the Umim, the, the, the people who are already religiously inclined, they can say the Shevach. They could say the Shevach because they were already religiously inclined. So everybody can say praise of God, but those who are already religiously inclined, they'll be able to say the Shevach. They'll be able to say, no, it's greater than we even thought. We were saying praise of God for all of these years, and now we see that it was even more. God's involvement was even greater than we thought it was before. We can up from Hallel into, into, the, world of, uh, into the world of Shevach. Now, Pasuk Bet. Ki gavar aleinu chasto. Because God's kindness was uh, was overpowering, and God's truth is for uh, is is forever. So if you turn the radak over, turn the page over, it's the radak. Ki gavar aleinu chasto, right? Baze yesh lachem lahalalu lishabcha. She gavar aleinu chasto ad shelzion mitachas yedichem. This is amazing. The radak says, listen to this. Listen to this. The radak says, see, we asked the question before, right? We said. Who's saying the praise? The nations of the world. Why are they saying the praise? God did kindness for us. So we asked before, well, why would they do that? So we learned the Chidah, right? And the Chidah said, well, it's because when God gives us blessing, it spreads out to the nations of the world. But listen to the Radak says, listen to the Radak says, that the nations of the world should say praise of God. Again, I'm just going to read the last four words that I read already. That God took us out from under their oppression, from under their hands. Because nobody believed that such a thing would ever be be possible to believe that the Jewish people would leave the exile, would return and be sovereign in their in their own land. And now that it's happened, 
Everybody in the world should be singing praise of God. Everybody in the world should look at the history of the Jewish people and they should all say, This is what I was talking about before. They should say, The promise that God made to Avram Avinu has been fulfilled. And they should sing this praise of God. The nations of the world should sing this praise of God. Why? Because they should see it. That God's promise to take us out of the exile is true. Okay, and then he says that the last hallelujah in the... In the in the parak, either is to like add emphasis, you know, uh, sing praise of God, exclamation point, or that we are going to say that we are going to say that, right? And as the nations of the world, they're going to sing praise because God fulfilled His promise, and then we are going to respond, Hallelujah! We're going to respond, yes, praise, praise God. What the best praise? The best praise according to the to the chida that I just showed you at the at the um, at the at the end. Okay, good. Ah. So we, you're saying we, we, we call it Hallel because that's a base. That's where you start. But we're supposed to Meirim. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's very lovely. I don't, it's very, it's very lovely. I don't know. It's very, very lovely. Okay, now, the Radak continues. Look at the Radak. We're, we're still in the Radak. The Gemara Psachim says, Okay, now again, we have different groups, right? So the, the, the Gemara asks, wait a second, I don't understand. I don't understand. The nations of the world sing praise of God and we don't? Where are we? Why are we not in this parak of Tehillim? So the Radak just told us maybe we are at the end, right? Because maybe we say the last one. But, but wh- how, why are the nations of the world? They're not Elohaki Kamar. This is what's going on here. Hallelujah, Hashem kol gayim kulu kida'avid lahon. Everybody's going to sing praise of God to their own abilities and, and in, in response to what God does for them. So obviously we're going to say the halal. And then what are we going to say? Whoa, you guys are saying halal. Well, look at all the kindness that God did for us. And, and further, if you, if you look in Chazal, um, so Rabbi Shimon Benosha Rabbeinu Akadosh, right? Uh, Rabbi Shimon um, uh, asked his father, right? Um, he asked him. He said, "He said, who are these Goyim who are singing the praise of God? And who are these Umim who are singing the praise of God? Again, the two groups that we that we've seen, right? So we already learned two different interpretations. The Radak said it's all the same. It's all the same." Right? And the Malbim said, no, the Goyim are, are the non-religiously inclined and the Umim are the religiously inclined. But look what the Gemara says. Amar lo. They're all going to be Umim. Uh, well, they will be then, but the people who are just starting then won't be able to start at Shevach. They'll have to oh. start at Halal. So Amar lo, he said to him, Kol Goyim elu umos ha'olam sheshibdu es Yisrael. The Goyim are the nations of the world that oppress the Jewish people. Kol ha'umim elu shelo shibdu bahem. And lil umim are the people who did not oppress the Jewish people. The people who did not oppress the Jews, they will look at the, the, the Goyim who did oppress the Jews singing praise of God. And they will say, look at these guys. These guys oppressed the Jews and now they're singing praise of God. So we, we never oppressed the Jews. We should certainly you know, be singing praise of God. And then the Jewish people will look at the, all of the non-Jews singing praise of God. 
God, and they will say, Right? Then, then, then we're going to look and we're going to say, well, if everyone else is singing praise of God, well, we best be singing praise of God. Because God did so much kindness for us, we better sing praise of God also. And then the land, the inanimate objects in the world, everything around us is going to respond. The MS Hashem Leolam, Mahu the MS, MS Habris, Shekime Slavo Seno, Shenem of Zacharti, SBC Yakov, SBC Yakov, right? The whole world is going to look and it's going to say, Oh, you see, MS Hashem Leolam, the covenant of God is uh, the truth of God is everlasting. This is just like we learned with the angel Gavriel in the beginning, it's just a little bit different. Now it's the, it's the world, the inanimate objects of the world that are witness to all of history, right? We'll say MS Hashem Leolam, that it was true and it all, uh, it all worked out in the end, the way that, uh, the way that. That, the way that Hashem said. You have a question? Could I? Yeah, go. Okay, this is the Radak, right? This is the Radak. So he thinks... This is all about Mashiach. Assuming, as yeah, this is Mashiach. Mm-hmm. But then that means he thinks that the Goyim who supposedly, yes. like, were That's mean correct. to the Jews, they're going to come back. That's correct. Well... Like, he thinks they're all going to come back. I don't know if he means, like, the actual people are going to come back in Tchias HaMesim as, as much as the nations... People who are alive then, descendants, and from those nations. Okay. I don't know. No, that makes you, you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, that that could be. Okay, good. Um, now, um, okay. Look, look at the the chida next. The Chumash Anach is also the chida. It's also his interpretation, also on Tehillim. And look what he writes here. Haluas Hashem Kol Goyim. Efsher da Kavana Haluas Hashem Kol Goyim. Who are these Goyim? Shehoyu Yisrael Mifuzarim Bagalus Beneim. The Jewish people are spread out. Amongst all of the nations, right? When, when the Jewish people all return back to the land of Israel and everybody will see the miracles that God will perform, everyone will throw away their idols. All of the goyim that the, the you know the Jews have been you know spread out. Everyone's going to toss away their idols. That if the great thinkers of the non-Jews would have seen the miracles that God performed, then for sure they would have agreed that God was the sovereign of the world. And when God will perform miracles for us, the nations of the world will admit as much as well. Yeah, this is similar to what we saw in the first interpretation of the of the Radak, but the the Chida said it a little bit uh, a little bit differently. If you look at the next Chida, he gives a different interpretation. This is the in the Yosef Tehilos. The Chida writes a different interpretation. Halaluas Hashem Kol Goyim Shabchul Kol Omim Kigvar Leinu Chasto Shamati Mishem Marenu Arav Agadol Sharenu Marav Yitzchaki Zal Shepirish Ready Perush Oz Yomru Bagoyim A different pasuk in Tehilim. Right, this interpretation that the nations of the world will sing praise for what God does to us, is based on a Gemara in Tanis. The Gemara in Tanis is right underneath. I gave it to you. Tanis Taf Yud Ches Amad Beis. Let's go down there. Yeah, everyone's everyone's with me. Yeah, and the Gemara says Matur Yonus. There was a, a day in Megillas Tanis. They used to keep a minor holiday. Um, the day of Tor Yonas. So the Gemara asks, what was the day of Tor Yonas? So Amru, Kishabikish Tor Yonas Laharogis Lulianis Upopis, Achiv Beludkia. There was two two Jewish dudes, 
brothers, Puppis and Lulianus. And this guy, Turianus, wanted to kill Puppis and Lulianus. Omar Lahem, he said to them, Im, he said to Puppis and Lulianus, if you guys are really Jews, descendants of Hananiah, Mishal, and Azariah, let God come down and save you, like from me, like God saved Hananiah, Mishal, and Azariah from the Bukhanetzar. We already learned about Hananiah, Mishal, and Azariah earlier today, right? It's very nice when things come full circle. Amrulo, so Papis and Lulianus, they said to Tarionis, they said, Hanani Mishav Azariah Tzadikim Gimurin Hayu. So what are you talking about? Not going to happen, man. Hanani Mishal and Azariah, they were grand Tzadikim. Vira'uyin Hayu Lasos Lahanais. And they were worthy of a miracle being performed for them. Vinevuchanetzar Melech Hagun Hayu. And Nebuchadnezzar, he was a real king. He was an emperor. Vira'uyin Lasos Neisal Yado. And it was fitting that God should perform a miracle to foil the plans of Nebuchadnezzar. That, that showed something, you know, to, to, to do that. Ve'osa rasha hediyotu. You, you're a clown. If God performs a miracle for you to save us from you, no one's going to care. First of all, we're nobody. Second of all, you're nobody. It's not going to happen. God saved Hanani Shalom Azariah from Nebuchadnezzar because they were grand Sadiqim and he was a big emperor. When God performed that miracle, it made grand Kiddush Hashem in the whole world. Right now, us, you, it's nothing. Not going to happen. And the truth is, Papas and Lulianus, they said the truth is that uh, we're deserving to die. We, whatever, we, we have our issues. If you don't kill us, don't worry. God will take us out some other way. God has bears and God has lions and don't, don't worry. We're going to get ours. But you should know, if you kill us, then God is going to ask you why you killed us. So God will take care of us. Don't worry. Lions, bears, tigers, oh my, right? You know, whatever. But uh, but but you, you're going to have to answer. Torianus was not impressed, and he killed them. He killed Puppis and Lulianus. Amru. And they said, Lo zazu misham, immediately after he killed Papis and Lulianus, there was messengers from Rome and they came and they, they said, Torianus, what are you doing? It's ridiculous, whatever. They came to dispose uh, Torianus and they killed him right there on the spot as well. The Jews saw in that, you know, like Hashkacha uh, Pratis. The Jews, they saw in that, this guy Torianus, he was killing Jews and then he got killed. Right there, right there, uh, right there on the spot. Now let's go back to the to the chida. We left off in the second line, yeah, where he quotes the Gemara and Tanis Nevuchadnezzar Melech. The last words on the line, you see it. Nevuchadnezzar, does everybody see it? Nevuchadnezzar Melech Hagun v'hayo roi sheyase neis al yado v'zeshekasu v'igdil Hashem asosim ele zechashuv ki iglu higdil lasosimano shemora sheanu reuim lasos neis al yadeno. Hashem 
you understand what, what, uh, what he does say? He's saying what's going on here. What was the question that we started with, or one of the questions that we started with? Why are the nations of the world saying, kind, uh, saying praise that God did kindness for us? Yeah? That's one of the questions. And do you understand what the Chida says? He says, oh, you got to understand. If God comes and he does miracles for us to save us from you, it means two things. One, it means that we're worthy of miracles. But you know what else it means? It means that you were worthy, that miracles should be brought from you. It means that you were significant and important. You see what the Chida is saying? What did Puppis and Lulianis say to Torianis? They said, God's not going to do miracles to save us from you. One, we're not worthy. But two, who are you? Nothing. You're not Nebuchadnezzar. And what the Chida is saying is that we'll say praise of God. But they'll also say praise of God, the nations of the world, because they'll be like, oh, wait a second, we were significant, we were important. God did miracles via us. We were the tools through which God did, God did miracles. It's a very interesting interpretation. Is everybody, is everybody with me? A very interesting interpretation. So the nations of the world, they'll see that God saved us, they'll sing praise of God, and then they'll also be happy that they got to be involved. That's really interesting. Yeah? They'll also be happy that they got to be involved. I wonder. I'm going to say something that's just so crazy. It's going to come out of my mouth. But I wonder, right, if Paro, Melach Mitzrayim, right, gets some credit that, you know, the, all of the Kiddush Hashem from the Makos and all of that was brought about by him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, he didn't die in that's true. There is a famous Rambam in the Shemona Prakim. The Rambam says that, that you know, when Paro died, he went up to Shemayim, and God was going to be done Paro you know, uh, for punishment. He was going to judge him for punishment. And Paro says to God, he's like, well, God, well, easy there, easy. Wait a second, God. You know, like, I'm not a bad guy in this story. I'm a good guy in this story. Why am I a good guy in this story? Because you told Avram Avinu that Geri I was just doing your will. That's what you wanted. I'm not only am I not a bad guy, but I'm a good guy. I I, I played the part, right? That's what the, the you know. And the Ramam says that God says to Pyro, no, no, that's not how it works. God says to Pyro, he says, I told that to Avram Avinu, but you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. Because yeah, okay, what would have happened if he wouldn't have done it? I don't know. Somebody else would. Have, I don't. I don't know. The world has showed us that there's plenty, you know, uh, malevolent actors who are happy to oppress the Jewish people. And if it wouldn't have been Pyro, it would have been somebody else. Right, so so you're gonna get punished now. But I'm wondering out loud. I'm thinking. I'm just. I, I I don't know the answer to this, and I suspect that it's wrong what I'm saying. But but I'm wondering. Even though Pyro gets punished, I wonder, right, if he also gets like you know some kind of credit because there was tremendous kiddush Hashem that happened from his punishment. Does that make sense? Does everybody understand what I'm saying? When the wicked get punished, that creates kiddush Hashem because the world sees that the wicked get punished. And so the wicked are getting punished, but I wonder if, if they also get any benefit from that side Kiddush Hashem. Does that make sense? Probably not. I imagine that they don't. Yeah? But that's sort of like what this, uh, you know, what, a little bit what this Kida is, uh, is, is heading to. Good. I also, I also learned that yes. four famous empires all had a hand in the Yevanim, the, the, the Romans destroyed the second base of the Purim story, the Hanukkah story. Yeah. So Hashem 
made it that he wanted the superpower yes. to, to do Yes, that's it, the same idea. Rather than some exactly correct. That's the that, same idea. That they shouldn't get that on. That's that, right, you know? and right, and it gives it also, you know, more more omens, more more strength. Right, that it was such a thing. That's that's the same. Uh, that's the same idea. Very, 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 very good. All right, we have one al sheikh left. So let's look at the al sheikh down here on the bottom. The al sheikh ratine yodu amir abosenu zal ki ilu yodu hagoyim kama hivsidu bechorban beta mikdash lo echrivuhu. This is such a fascinating concept. The al sheikh says, you know what? If the nations of the world would have known what they lost when they destroyed the beta mikdash, they never would have destroyed it. If they would have known, right, how much bracha. And Kiddushah and Tahara comes down to the world via the Avoda and the Beit HaMikdash in general and God's presence resting there, they never would have destroyed it. The truth is they had it better before the before the Chorban because they used to get that overflow that we were talking about before from the bracha from us. Right, and this is what the nations of the world will come to say. They'll say they'll say praise of God. Why? Because God's kindness flows to us, like we saw from the Chida before. And now we see here from the same uh, the same concept in the in the But the Alshech then adds, "V'im tiru she'emes Hashem shehu rachamanuso." See, I don't, I wouldn't have said that. And ve'emes Hashem la'olam. What is the emes of Hashem? The Alshech says this is so fascinating. Rachmanuso. The emes of Hashem is his rachamanut. I wouldn't have said that. I would have said the MS of Hashem is his judgment, is his justice. The MS of Hashem is his, is his keeping the promise. That's what we've seen so far up until this point. And the Al Sheikh says, no, the MS of Hashem is also his Rachmanut. The MS of Hashem is also his compassion. They'll say the MS Hashem Leolam, that God did not forsake the world even after the Chorban. God was still with us. God gave us compassion and a chance to come back and to rebuild and we'll sing the praise of Hashem yet uh, yet again all over. Let's just look at the last chidah on the bottom. Ah, you see this? What the chidah is saying is because God's kindness was great to us and what happened? So we said before that God kept the promises to Avram Avinu and what is the chidah here? And not only God kept the promises to Avram Avinu but we saw the fulfillment of all of the nevuot, all of the prophecy of the Nevi'im, they all came true. Not one word of positive prophecy for the Jewish people will be lost and will not come true. And so therefore, and this we already read the last line, right, that the, then we say, which is this grand praise of God, mixing together the name of God along with the praise. And so, we have two psukim of halal here, right? And the two psukim of halal that we have are the halal of the nations of the world, the halal that everybody will say when the world is divided back into two camps, the, the Sheva Mitzvah Noach camp and the Taryag Mitzvos camp, and everybody recognizes the hand of God, seeing the kindness that God performed for us in fulfilling all of the prophecy of the Nevi'im and fulfilling all of the promises of the Avos and allowing us to return and become sovereign back in our land so that we can recognize the kindness that God has done for us, the blessing that God gives us, the whole world will recognize the kindness that God did for us and the blessing that God gives for us. And through that blessing, blessing will spread to the whole world and we'll be able to just all together, all together, 
come together and sing praise of God, Shemechad, as one united and cohesive unit and group, even while being two distinctly different sets of people. Let's say the Tehillim together. It's a short one tonight. Everybody ready? Let's say it together. Hallelujah, Sadonai Kol Goyim Shabichuhu Kolamim Kigavar Aleinu Chastov Yemes Adonai Liolam Hallelujah. Achin Chobis Yisunu Sunu Batzarav Asher Yehomdim Bein Bayom Uvein Bayabasha Hamakom Yirachim Aleihem Viotzei Mitzarali Rachah Meafelali Ora Mishibud Legula Hashda Bagalav Zman Kariv Vinomar Amen. Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a great night.